everybody. Welcome back to another episode of Rebooting. We are firmly within the month of October. Summer has ended. Fall is here. And of course, this is when all the spookies come out. I'm your host, Scott Owen. I'm your other host, Frank Sarah. I uh, once again forgot to introduce myself earlier and was wondering why Frank had not yet spoken. And then I forgot our rule where Frank may not speak until he has introduced himself. Yeah, it's it's been a while. Um, you know, we haven't recorded in a whole seven days. Yeah. You're out uh, to forget some things. I do that most episodes. I just want to dive right in. Uh, the spooky month is here, but we don't want to make everybody too spooked. So we're not going to be spooky enough out there. Spooky enough out there. You don't need to be spooked in here. Mm-hmm. You know, we we'll just add a this little is... bit of that flavor. I might put some like bat sounds around. Ooh. Oh, that was really good spookers. A little bit of that, mm-hmm. yeah. But, we'll... but that's that's all you're getting. There's not going to be more than that. Yeah, it's just more of an ambiance. This is a place of moderate frightening. Yes. Yes. Uh, but Frank, here you've been telling me. You know, you've been petitioning me for ages, ages, ages since Scott. the show began. Really, I wanted it to be episode one to reboot your uh, most treasured, cherished, formative, even formative uh, Fox Saturday cartoon, not cartoon action. The arguably the most Fox influential Kids. Fox Kids Saturday weekday cartoon. Owned in not a cartoon, not a cartoon owned by Legos of all time, Scott. I'm talking about Galador, Defenders of the Outer Dimension. Now, Frank, where this, is the Outer Dimension? The Outer Dimension is all around us, but it's everywhere Earth is not. They just go away. Now, I'm now Earth is all around us. Mm-hmm. So how is this? Isn't this is not tracking? Yeah, so um You tell me you the entire solar system is the outer dimension because that's Are you familiar with Farscape? I know that it exists. Okay, so Galador, it plays it plays a really smart move. Galador has the same initial conceit as the sci-fi original series Farscape. Does Galador take place in the same universe as Farscape? People from Earth. So the people from Earth it starts out like what ends up happening is that they accidentally faster than light travel and they don't know where they ended up. And so the point of the show is that they're trying to get back to Earth, but Gotta they don't know back. where it is. So Farscape is about – man, that sounds Farscape pretty – Farscape is about a guy who goes through a wormhole Man, that's a really accident. good – that's a really good sci-fi premise. How right? good did that show do? He goes do? through a wormhole by accident, and he ends up like somewhere else in the universe with other aliens around. Mm-hmm. And then he's like, I'm from Earth, and they don't know what that is. Why does he call it Earth? He, I mean, he does. Is it for instance? I – I see. And they, okay, he says I'm from Earth, and then they say, like, what is E-Arth, right? And then he's like, I'm near, like, these stars, and they're like, we don't know those stars. Uh-huh. And so he needs to figure out how to get back home, but he doesn't even know, like, where to begin. Mm-hmm. But that's, so it's a similar concept for Galador. Man, how did Farscape do? That's a really cool premise. Um, kind of a cult favorite. Oh, so it's probably bad. Um, it's pretty low budget. It's not bad, but it's um, you kind of have to you kind of have to roll with the punch of like the the low budget special effects. Otherwise, you're not going to be able to handle it. 
Okay. Okay. You know, like you like like a Doctor Who style. Yeah. Okay. Like, if you can't accept that it's part of it, you're just not gonna be able to do it. Okay. Well, we're not talking about Farscape on this episode. We're talking about Galador, which I assume had a good budget as it was being backed by the Lego Company. Oh yeah, dude. It had like a hundred dollars. That's not a very good budget. No. Um. In fact, uh. Nobody actually like lays legal claim to it. It's just like fully up on YouTube. <laughs> They're just like we don't like anybody could pause this episode right now and search the Gallagher to finish the Outer Realm episode one and just watch the entire series on YouTube. It's uh, it's pretty amazing. Um, yeah. So it's 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 about a hundred. Well, it's ninety nine percent people standing still in front of green screens and talking to each other. All right. Well, Frank, why don't you give me a why don't you give me a brief Frank's summary. Yeah, so here's a rundown. So um, in the world, in the outer dimension, right, there's a bad guy who's trying to rule the universe because there's always one of those just floating around, right? Mm-hmm. His name's Gorm. 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 Gormond. So Gorm is an evil conqueror situation, right? So then uh, there's a planet named Keck. Keck, huh? Yeah, K-E-K. Okay. That's ruled by like benevolent people, you know, like a like a Superman Krypton kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Gorm takes it over, mm-hmm. but the queen and king of Keck, the king and queen of Keck, they launch their they launch a thing called the Egg Out with their baby son, and they launch it towards into space, and they say find a planet that's inhabitable. Wait, there's a baby in the egg. There's a baby in the egg. Wow. Now, um, do we need a spoiler warning on this episode here? Because, Frank, no. I, I've seen the first episode, and I did not know there was a baby in that egg. No, this is all This is all the, the first, this is the prologue. This is like the first two minutes of the episode. Yeah, I know. I watched it, and there's no, they don't tell you the baby's in the egg. But the baby is Nick Bluetooth, so... They don't tell you that. That's they not going to be a big that? reveal. That's probably a big reveal for it's later. Probably a pretty big reveal. So Nick, anyway, Nick is from the outer dimension. They basically, non-copyright infringed Superman, and they send their child to Earth. And that child's name is Nicholas there, Bluetooth. I guess. So his name is Nick Bluetooth. Mm-hmm. One of the reasons that's kind of weird is that. Like, his parents are, like, Sam Bluetooth and Rihanna Bluetooth. Mm-hmm. That's, a, that's just before real Bluetooth technology. But so if you, like, launch an orphan down into space... Yeah, like, how, do how does he know his last name? How does he know what his correct last name is? He was probably shipped is? with some with like a sign that said, Hello, my yeah, name is I Nick am, Bluetooth. I am, I am Nick Bluetooth. No, no more information needed. Do not question the egg. So he... Even though he's an alien, everyone on the planet Keck is like exactly like humans, so mm-hmm. nobody notices. Mm. Now there's wait, one thing. There's one thing that's special about Mister Bluetooth. Though. What's we'll special about Mister Bluetooth? Give it a second. Okay, fine. So, so Nick later, goes to school. Probably he goes to high school. High school. In Angel Grove. Wait, no. Um, no, that's Power Rangers. Nick Bluetooth. He goes. He goes to. He goes to high school. I do remember I think in. It's just called high school. I do remember in the episode that I saw. His teacher dismisses class. The bell goes off, and then Nick asks further questions to like. I know he's to, the worst. He's like that awful kid who basically thinks he knows more than the teacher and has to debate the teacher, and always insists upon logic and reason, like an enlightened 
you know, philosopher, but he's like 14. He does think that he is that. Yeah. Yeah. So then there's like a space thing. Like the space, like a bounty hunter, like tries to like shoot Nick Alien, who tries to like shoot Nick Bluetooth. Oh. Or something. I, it's like, it's, it's all just set up. So then he bounty finds. Bounty hunter comes to Earth. Tries yeah, to kill he him. finds a spaceship that's called the Egg. <gasps> looks like an egg. Um, is it the same which, egg as before? It's. I think it might be. I honestly don't know, and they don't say <laughs> it's a different egg ship. But I feel like it has to be right. Okay. But so now, so they the egg like warps them, and like this is where it gets weird, which is like it like warps them to the outer dimension, like capital O, capital D, mm-hmm. and. Like, maybe they're actually in a different dimension, and, like, maybe they're not, but they don't really talk about it. Mm-hmm. But so now they're in the outer dimension. And then, like, this people, like, he gets in the egg, and it's, like, he finds a thing that's, like, a like a electronic, like, map thing, and it's, like, there's, like, a recording from his, like, mom or something, and is like, and is like, my dear Nick Bluetooth, like, you are an alien prince or whatever, and, like, now you need to come, and, and now you need to fight Gorn. Because you have the power to glinch. Glinch? Right? That sounds like the glinch. Harry Potter thing. What's it called in Harry Potter when you teleport and get pieces of yourself stuck out somewhere else? I don't know, but glinching is what it's called for me. Oh, it's called splinching. Splinching is the Harry Potter one. Yeah, so this one is called glinching. Glinching, splinching. Glinching with a, with a G. Uh-huh. So the way glinching works is that you... You can trade body parts with people, mm-hmm. but um, it's it's kind of ill-defined, right? So like, like you don't need physical contact. Mm-hmm. You like, like this this is something that ha- wasn't really raised in the kids show, but you don't need consent. Like Nick Bluetooth can glinch, which means at any time he wants, he can like look at a person and then like have their arms and then they have his arms and, like, and there's like a flash of like energy. He could just force a, bo- a body part swap. Yeah. They don't have to consent. Correct. Oh. And so he, you know, he collects allies that have unique body configurations for him to trade with, basically. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So um, uh, the three quick ones, like the three core crew members, one is Jens, with, with an S, Jens. Yeah. He is an animate plant person um he was an animate plant race person but then like his plant body got burned by gorm and he transferred his mind into a robot body he glinched his brain no here's the thing another additional part of nick bluetooth's glinching process is that it doesn't need to be organic material because he can glinch jen's scary robot arms could he like go up to a spaceship and glinch a spaceship onto his foot i feel like he could but he just never chose to he's not incredibly bright it's mostly just that he glinches he just thinks he's very smart he just thinks he's hot yeah i don't like him i mean he's he's a broody you know classic late 90s teen oof so then his second best friend is euripides an amphib which is a race of bipedal uh like anthropomorphic frog people okay he's a he is he is the high scholar of the royal court of Galador. Of course, his name is Euripides. It makes sense. Mm-hmm. And so he, he he talks about like philosophy and stuff, but he's also has he also has telekinesis. 
oh. and like powerful jumping legs. Because of his so good brain. Nick Bluetooth cannot take the telekinesis because there's no glinch part for that. But he can glinch the really powerful jumping legs and jump really far up with them. So Nick's like, hey, give me your legs. I got to jump. <clears throat> yeah. And then his third, so his third friend is, is, is Nepal, which is a... Um, that's a, like that's a country in... Um, it's, yeah, it's a country, Asia. a race in the show, and also the man. Is that the little blue man? It's the blue man, yeah. So he's like... He's like a he's like a blue furry Bigfoot, and he like was a Bigfoot, but then Gorm shrunk him to people size. He's a small foot. Yeah, he's, he's a he's like a small foot. He's a little but foot so from Land Before Nepal Time. Nepal has powerful arms that can project ice, and he has very fast running legs. Everything in the show is about the arms and the legs that you have. Not your torso. Not can you glitch a torso? You can glitch a torso. Doesn't do much. Really. Like, how much special powers does your torso have that mine doesn't? I mean, it's got, like, all my, all my, it keeps me alive. It's got all the things that make me live. My arms and legs don't keep me alive, so that's Yeah, but, like, if I took your torso, what could I do with your torso that I couldn't with mine? I don't know, maybe some push-ups? I don't, my, my well, pecs oh, might wow. be stronger. Than, I can't do any push-ups, okay. but you might be able to do push-ups um, with my torso. But, so, that's the other part of glinching, is that, like, so, glinching is, like, a process, like, like, Glinching maintain it requires effort to maintain. Like Nick Bluetooth has to expend physical strain to maintain the glinch. And I see. While while glinching, like incompatible body parts like don't matter, and like everything is trill. So like when he trades his arms to Jen's, doesn't matter gets, that one's a robot. Jen's arm. robo arms, like his arms are still fine. But Jen's has his. He's Human got arms? people flesh like 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 glomped onto his robot body, but it doesn't matter because it's glinching. It just works. Okay. It just works. Okay. So, so there's you know, Gorm Gorm is always sending enemies one at a time into mm -hmm. the egg to try to get Nick Bluetooth. Usually what happens just into the, the egg, structure. the whole show exists in this one ship. Uh, they land and then they get out and it's like a green screen and they can only walk like in front of the green screen. Yeah, so it's all. You know do they, I mean? Are they just like pretend walking on a treadmill? Because that'd be yeah. pretty great. Yeah. So um, basically, the episode structure is like you know, there's a conflict that gets raised and then during the course of the show, they meet somebody in like a different scene who has a body part that then proves to be what Nick Bluetooth needs to glinch at the end of the episode to solve their problem. Ah, uh, so he's just stealing so like, strangers' parts. You know, like, like, something falls off a, like, something, like, falls off a cliff and, like, into, like, a lot of, like, mud. And then they meet people. They, like, go into the village to, like, get help. And they meet people who have, like, giant long arms that can poke through mud. Giant mud arms. Okay. And then Nick Bluetooth says, I want your arms to give me them. And, and they then just they say, say okay, like, huh? What is glinch? You have the royal power of glinching, like my king or whatever. Because it's like a thing. It's like a bloodline power. Like now, I did. I saw an episode. I I just came unbidden to my mind where the blue guy and the frog glinch each other without Nick. Without Nick, are you sure? I remember he's all upset about it. The blue guy. I think guy. maybe maybe everyone can do it, but not normal humans. Everyone from the outer dimension can glinch. Yeah, I think everyone in the okay, yeah, 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 yeah. So that's what that's what we'll go with. Everyone in the outer dimension can glinch, and Nick Bluetooth being able to glinch is is because he's not a human. But he's like the best at it. Like there's there's a reason he's around, and like that must be it, right? Like he's the best at it. Yeah. 
So he wears that thing on his chest. What's that thing do? I I, I honestly don't know. Cool, cool. I'm gonna be, I'm I'm gonna be straight with you. This that great radio also. Um. Yeah. Okay. So let's reboot this mofo. Do we get all his buddies? Oh yeah, he has a human friend named Allegra who is gotta have the human quote, friend. A karate expert, unquote. A karate expert at only 14 years old. Here's the thing. Anybody could be an expert in karate because there's no governing board of karate. Yeah. I'm an expert in karate. That's a good point. Like, I, I'm an expert in if karate. If some dude says that you got a black belt, like, does that mean, like, does that, you know, like, can it mean that you, you like, that they picked wrong? Yeah, a lot of people get black belts just because they paid to be there and then they get a black belt. Seems... Like, if anybody tells you they have a black belt, 90% of the time, you shouldn't be impressed. 10% of the time, it's actually impressive. But 90% of the time, it means they just kept showing up to karate practice. All right, let's get let's reboot <sighs> this now. Sorry, did I ruin your black belt? Yeah, I mean, I guess I'll take it down off my wall mount. Yeah, your, your sensei was just some guy who had money to yeah, rent a I mean, dojo. I thought it was weird that... He just called me number 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 eleven the whole time. Like the Stranger Things, though. Now that's cool. Well, I mean, the other part of it was like during my test, I like, I like missed, like I didn't even hit the board. Yeah. And then he just like charged me fifty dollars and gave me it anyway. Gave you the new belt, huh? Gave it to me anyway. Yeah. All right. All right. And I said like, but sensei. And then he was like, don't worry about it. Don't. Hey man, don't even worry about it. Don't even. Don't even trip. All right, well, thank you for listening to uh, Karate Talk. Yeah, just uh, sh- shattering the karate dream in the mythos. Bash karate. People who do know karate, please don't come to my house. Uh, you can come to my house. I'm not I'm not afraid. I'll just lock the door. For anyone listening, Scotch addresses. You don't even know. And, and, then, and then bleep. Here's an important part of our friendship is that I have never once told Frank my address. Oh, see, I thought it would be way funnier if you bleeped me saying nothing afterwards like as if i said your address yeah they're both good. i thought that would be really funny but now you're gonna now you're just gonna leave this in huh we could do either <laughs> uh okay frank what do we got for ideas here all right so <clears throat> this is a weird uh this is a weird starting point for us because traditionally we take stuff that's not that bad and we, and we make it and we, we make it a little bit more nuts this is something that's already now, pretty nuts. Yeah, we're starting out with a big old bullet crazy, so I feel like we gotta like tighten it up, rein it in a little bit. I think too, this is this is a good opportunity for like a for reals reboot because this is a show that only got yeah, like this show, ten episodes or something, right? And then it got canceled. Yeah, basically. So we could, you know, just reboot it, bring it back. It's now like I so badly want this to be good, and it, as a child, I thought it was when I would watch Fox. Fox Saturday morning, Fox Kids. Natch. So this shows 15 years later. Mm-hmm. So what if in the show it's now 15 years later, Nick mm-hmm. and... Nick Bluetooth and Allegra are now 30. Yeah, and they have a kid probably, I guess. They got they married. They definitely have a kid in the Outer Dimensions. Hang on. And this dude, this dude was glinching in the Woomba. Oh, gross, man. <laughs> What? Oh no! Wait! Oh, no! No! That wouldn't. With what and I whom? I thought about it, and that would that would kill that would kill the woman. Yeah. 
<laughs> Never mind. A guy walks up and shakes her hands, and suddenly that guy has a fetus arm, and then there's no, a giant she, arm the, the woman, protruding the out of die. her. She would die, yeah. She would that's die. Not, that's not good at all. Jeez, so the baby, Frank. The baby doesn't glitch in the womb at all. Never, ever once. Not yeah. once does it glitch in the womb, Frank. But then it, it gets born, right? And then the doctor... The doctor uh, does the butt slap, mm-hmm. but then he had, but then he has a little baby arm. <laughs> Just like <laughs> instant glinching, yeah, like instinctual <laughs> defense glinching, right? Like you just like, like you just you get that. I I I, I want to try to do some fully work here. Like you get. But now that, the baby's got that huge arm. Yeah, like there, and and they're like all of a sudden they have to hold like thirty more, twenty more pounds. What is the arm? I don't know. An arm is probably I don't know. My arm, I guess maybe five, ten. Because it's pounds. hard. Because like you're always holding your own arm up a little bit. Like you don't, you can't dead weight it. I don't know. All you of a sudden, lift they're holding twenty more arm. pounds of of people. Right. Yeah. And the doctor, I'm loving the visual of the little baby. I'm coming out of the doctor. Like, I got I to see patients, so. Mm-hmm. I got to glitch back. Mm. All right, so their kid is obviously, like, the super glincher, right? Yeah, that's what I was going to say. Is he a super glincher to the – but he's, so, like, I think we could go somewhere with this insta-glinch where he ha- he's, like, she? It's got to be a she. She. She is so good at glinching that, like – Anybody who touches it, she's got like a maybe a, an X Men rogue situation where anybody yeah, yeah, who touches just, her bare over, skin, over glinching, unintentional. So she has to wear gloves and yeah. stuff all the time, just constantly. If she and ever smooches then, a boy, they're they're oh, they glinch faces. Yeah, she's gonna have to get that under wraps, dude. How great, like just how insanely good camera work would it be? To glinch and swap faces, like, without the viewer knowing until they zoomed out. Uh, yeah. How would they... Because you could do a... You could do a smash cut as if you were just changing... You could... Pre- so, when they swap faces... Oh, I you see. Present it and then you zoom in. Cut. It'd be zoomed in, but then suddenly their faces are on the other side of the yeah, smash and cut, like, and then you zoom a out. smash cut to a different angle, but then it zooms out, and their bodies are the same. Oh. Mmm. Mmm. Getting some director of photography notes ready here. Yeah, I'm uh, I'm 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 Randy for this. Okay, so did the show resolve at all at the in the oh, original? Oh, not even a little bit. So like, both of Nick both both of Nick Bluetooth's parents are like. According to Wikipedia, like, his mother is a queen, and his father is an adventurer who adventured to the outer dimension. And then I guess he just got like a big enough deal. Yeah. Or something. Mm. And then, like, the whole thing is that, like, he's, like, trying to find... He's, like, trying to find Earth and trying to find his mom and also trying to find his dad, but not that hard. Because his dad's, like, dead. His dad's, like, hey, I'm dead. Yeah. Well, so his dad's dead. More spoilers alert right here. Uh-huh. His dad's dead. And in, uh, in like, the last episode, like, when the, before they got canceled... Um, his dad was Gorm's, like, Gor- is in, like, Gorm's prison camp and, like, is a slave. Oh, okay. So, and Nick, does Nick know that? Did Nick see it or no? No, it was just, like, for the viewers. Okay, so Nick doesn't know his dad. So, intro- well, oh, here's what we do, Frank. Here's what we do. 
I don't know what this voice is. This is my crafty voice, I guess. Yeah, this is uh um keep it on file. A dangerous, scary bounty hunter guy shows up in the the quiet village that Nick has made a life in. Oh, cuz he's like retired, right? Yeah. Nick's like, I couldn't do I mean, it. He like he only, he like like he has like an eye patch on his one eye. Yeah, so we so in the in the interim we get we show like a flashback or maybe just like we hint at it and we'll show a flashback later that Nick did try to confront Gorm and lost. Mm. And Nick like or maybe Nick like intentionally chose to not fight him to save his friends or something. Like Nick Nick failed yeah. to the to everyone else. And so Gorm has conquered the outer dimension in this new uh, now we gotta avoid here. We're not gonna make a secret team of post-apocalypse fighters. No. no. But so no then, teams. this bounty hunter shows up looking for Nick. Kills Nick. Kills. Yeah. Here's the big reveal Nick. I'm going for. The bounty hunter is Nick's father, who's been like glinched out of his gourd and like oh, reconfigured and like, into a bad he's like guy. Seventy years old by this point. Yeah, he's mo he's more machine now than man. Yes, more machine more machine than man now. I mean I said the line right and then you messed it up. So and does he like know is it uh, is it like, I'm sorry, but I have to, like, is it no. like, I'm sorry, but I'm not in control? Or he's just, like, nuked? I think he knows, and he's just evil now. I think he's been so oh, twisted. It's not like, yeah. So, like, you took everything from me, and now I'm going to take everything from you by killing you. He's like, you really, you really, yeah, so he maybe he feels betrayed that Nick, whatever choice Nick made that failed the yeah, outer dimension. You know, this is going to get teased. Really curious where this word's going to end. Out. Oh, teased. Okay, yes. Right? Like, we know, like, like I, I would even say, like, through episode, like, I would even say that only in the season one finale mm -hmm. do we actually finish getting the rest of the pieces of what horrible thing Nick Bluetooth did. Yes. And so his father's like... And it was like a great... Like, he had a chance to stop Gorm, but didn't. And yes. chose not to. Yes, that's very good. And uh, Nick is missing an arm as, as at this point. he can't glitch onto that arm ever. I think he can glitch onto that arm. It's just when he unglinches, like, he doesn't get his regular arm back. And whoever he He's glinches stopped. with has to go without an arm for a while. Okay. <laughs> like some sort of glinching accident. Yeah. And he keeps a bunch of garden tools by the door as like emergency glinchers. Maybe we save Nick's death to like the end of season one. How about... Because I want to see some like one-armed Nick running around doing stuff. Maybe yeah, we find a guy... Stakes, though. So how about Bounty Hunter Dad shows up, Samuel? Yeah, and he's tries called... Tries to kill Nick Bluetooth, mm -hmm. takes the arm... Oh, that could be well. They I escape. like the idea that Nick lost his arm in a glinching incident in the in the before times, and then maybe later we f we they encounter a bad guy who has Nick's arm. Oh, and he's like, "My arm is telling me that you are its owner." Ooh, does the arm does the arm want to be back on the body? Does Gorm have his arm? Does Gorm have his... Oh, my God, dude. Gorm has his arm. 
And that's so Gorm like Gorm like puts Nick Bluetooth's hand like to his ear and is like, mm, yes. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. <laughs> he like uses a psychic connection to like to like track Nick or something like that, so right? He's like Voldemort. Yeah, sort of. Okay. Work. Now, Frank, I have a really important question. Mm-hmm. I don't want to get like I don't want to get blue, but can they glitch dogs? I think that. Can you like you touch know, touch the tips? I think that dogs? obviously yes, they can. Right? Yeah. Like, there's nothing stopping them. Yeah. But I think a big part of it is the two-way trust involved. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> hey, but uh, you, we're gonna switch back, right? Yeah, totally. Yeah, death. <laughs> totally. So that's, that's a factor. Only very, very close. I think any two havers to swap, they would need to be so close to each other emotionally and yeah. spiritually. Okay. That, that they wouldn't. All right, we won't go. We won't get into that. Won't happen in the show. Or will I'm they? just. That's not gonna happen in our show. I just want to know if it could happen in universe. Yeah, it's on the table. Maybe he, they go to like a really seedy club and they're like offering. Dong yeah, it's glitches. like hey, wanna like wanna swing. So wanna, so wanna swing this sausage. <laughs> the show, the show opens with. Baby Bluetooth being born, and then are we gonna jump forward like another fifteen years? So now Nick's like in his forties. Yeah, because I feel like we I, can't I have a like show that. about his kid if his kid's a baby the whole time. Yeah, yeah, that's not gonna work. So we'll do it. We'll do the birth right, and then, and then I think we'll have some good. We'll have some good, good tension set up right. We're like, like they're like holding the baby and stuff, and then Allegra says like, "You know what this means, right?" And then Nick, and then Nick, Nick Bluetooth says like, "The we'll Uber glitch, the super glitch." He says he like looks at her and he says like we'll be ready and then like that's it like we we don't know what the hell they're talking about. When the but doctor spanks the baby and gets a fetus arm, does he go the it's prophecy? Not a fetus arm because the baby's born. Yeah, that's true. A regular baby arm. Does the doctor go the prophecy? I think the doctor doesn't know or care about the glinching prophecies. Yeah. Okay. I think well, uh, the glinching is obviously a thing, but the prophecies are, I think, I think a private thing. The prophecies of the super glinch touch boy, mm-hmm. girl. Oh, the prophecies for a boy, but they have a girl. I think the prophecy is just for a child. A child, other than it's okay. So then, um, since Megbutu's dad was Sam, she can be Samantha, right? And then we can do Sam, Sammy, like oh. you are my you are my namesake, but now I'm gonna kill you. That's good. Okay. So then little, little, little Samantha does the baby switch, and then it's like, bloop. Bloop. So then she I has... I think we do like a training montage of the baby. No, no, no. The babies can't do training montages. We just skip forward. We just we could just have a funny montage where they like, glinching mishaps. Yeah, yeah. We got to get some levity involved. They're trying to keep her like covered up all the time but yeah, she, she takes like, one of her gloves off as like a two-year-old and then like their pet dog walks in and the parents are like no 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 and suddenly she's got like yeah. a person head on a dog you body they never really talked about it's like whenever whenever someone glinches they like glinch an appropriate trade like you can't glinch someone's head onto your arm right oh can she could she glinch like I a foot onto maybe that's I like she pet 
I think she pets the doggy, and then she has a snarling dog head on her arm. And she has to learn to control that glinch. Mm-hmm. So sometimes she's the, she's, the, she's the uni glincher. So that'll be a fun now, mishap we get to have sometimes in an episode where she'll be like, "Hey, uh, J- Jimberg, give me give me your robot blaster cannon." Jimberg arm. is a um, creature with powerful crushing limbs. He walks on all fours, kind of. And apparently, he has a robot blaster cannon arm. And he has a robot blaster cannon. And she arm. says, "Like, give yeah. me that." And then she she touches him, and then suddenly she's got his head on his on her arm, and they have oh, to. So you're thinking that she, whenever she messes up, she takes their head on. No, her. I don't. I think I just couldn't think of another example. <laughs> she grabs so she a leg. The blaster cannon for a leg, and then has to like. Uh... Oh yeah, oh yeah, that could be. So sometimes the mishap is she grabs the wrong limb, and sometimes the mishap is she grabs the right limb but puts it on the right wrong puts spot. It on the wrong spot. Yeah. That's fun. That can add some tension like, and drama. You can, you can glinch robots, right? Like, mm-hmm. do you think you could glinch like a shovel? I think she can. And she, she can just go nuts, right? Yeah, but so, so like, the problem is to... you can't swap with a shovel. So then her arm just like flops on the ground. Yeah. So like, so like, there's maybe a you can't. They're, then they're like maybe gonna, you have to do a swippy swappy. Like someone's trying to kick in the door to their hut, right? And she's like, "My punching fist isn't going to do it this time." But then she looks over, and there's, like, a garden shovel. And she's like, But why wouldn't do. she just pick up the shovel? Why would she have to glinch it? Well, I mean, you know, why would you glinch anything? If you're, if you're, So she needs the robot cannon to shoot at the thing, right? Yeah. But the person she's switching with is right next to her. She could just say, hey, shoot that. But she glinches. Yes, I'm just saying, I'm, I'm trying to think, like, I feel like maybe a glinch has to, there has to be a swap involved. All right, all right, yeah, yeah. She, no could take, she could take the shovel head onto her and swap it with her hand. So now the shovel is like a wooden handle yes. with a hand on the end. Yes. There's got to be some swapping. And then there's like a kong. Because she, the she guy kicks in the door, and then down comes the shovel. Down comes the shovel. And then they start calling her the shovel. <laughs> the shovel queen. And her weapon of choice is that shovel for the entire the rest of the show. She's strapped onto her back like yes, a sword. Yes. And then she like can casually reach back and like touch the shovel head. Mm-hmm. God. That's so dumb. I love it. God. So then she she starts to she starts to gain fame in the Hamlets, right? Mm-hmm. As the sho- the shovel queen, the great defender. And then we do a um. I feel like in episode like three. So the first maybe we do a. a uh, two-part premiere and then she has to leave with nick and they go on like a journey okay yeah yeah. yeah is allegra yeah. still a karate master yeah yeah allegra I, flies I mean, the ship other, maybe she still doesn't have any other powers he t- nick takes her to the underground garage and show and takes pulls the sheet off of the egg yeah and then they go fly around in the egg yeah okay and so what what do they need to like do? Like what where are they what are they doing where are they going? So the bounty hunter Nick's dad shows up and like torches the village maybe and so maybe that makes that's so Allegra's like this is we have to do something not Allegra. Yeah. Baby we have girl. To fix, we have to fix the mistake we She's made like, all we, those years ago. Not and a, Nick Wudu says, you don't mean the, it, that? I don't know that. No, I what well, I again? didn't I didn't mean Allegra. I meant the, his daughter. I meant she's like, I'm going to go do something about this. And Nick's like, well, if I can't stop you, then I'll at least 
go with you to keep yeah. you safe. I'm not going to let you kill yourself. Yeah. Grill. Dota. Dota. So then they just all get on the egg again. And then he's like, oh, yes. And they're, like, getting chased, like, by, like, a ship that's, like – because the egg is old at this point. It's, mm-hmm. like – it's so last generation, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And they're getting caught up. Mm-hmm. And then, um, like – there's a ship that's chasing them and like firing and like they're like they're like oh shields are at 10 percent or whatever i don't know what they say mm-hmm. and then and then someone comes on the radio and it says need a hand and then they like kill the other ship and then it's super super old euripides yeah and he's like I'm a but frog. he has he has an eye patch too because like, <laughs> like the- <laughs> everyone from the original show has an eye patch <laughs> Oh, yeah, he's a frog, right? So he saves them and he goes, need a leg. And they're all like, what? And he has an eye patch too. So whatever happened, by the way, so the thing that happened, like capital T, capital H, capital T, capital H, the TTT, the thing that happened, TTTH, whatever it was, like all of them ended up needing eye patches. Right? And so that's how you know. So Euripides, super old, by the way, was there when the thing that happened happened mm-hmm. right and is nepal like, dead yeah nepal's dead is nepal i was gonna say nepal could be dead or he could be like in seclusion like oh and they have to go like convince him yeah he's super pissed at nick oh yes yeah. so nepal's in, so you're European is stupid old right yeah nepal's in seclusion and he's like and he's also so stupid old right and he refuses to go but he does send his nephew. And his name is... Sc- Laos. J- Laos. <laughs> his name is Tibet. And so... and But then... Because Gorm magically shrunk Nepal, but his nephew is normal size for a Sektari. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Which, yeah. Which is Blue Bigfoot, right? So then when they meet him, they say, like, you got some big feet. And then Eurybius goes, legs... You got some big feet. Yeah. Okay. He said, yep. Yep. And then. This has they... legs. Speaking of legs, this show has some. <laughs> oh! So uh, then, uh, they like found their friends and then they decide that they need to stop Gorm once and for all again. Yeah. And then we have uh, at least four seasons. Oh, dog. Oh, man. Hmm. I'm not sure if we want this or not, but I, I kind of like this. When Samantha was born, like, Nick suddenly couldn't glinch anymore. Oh, that's pretty good. Right? And so now Nick can but never the, get he his... The, he has all the knowledge and the training, but not the power. Yeah, so then like, his missing arm he, is... That's why he needs to go along with Samantha. His missing arm is a huge liability glinch. now. Yeah. He needs to, like, teach her how to glinch. I'm into She don't it. know. She's just slapping shovels. Slapping shoves. Yeah, dog. I love it. I think this is a great jumping off point. We've been going for 40 minutes, so I think we should wrap it up. Wow, that fast. Yeah. Blazed by. Uh, Let's cut it. Glinch it. Chip it. Slap a shovel and get a shovel hand. And put it into that good, good pizza pouch. And then place it on top of the shovel hand. Thank you, everybody, for listening to Rebootleggers. We're so, so happy you joined us. We love you very much. 
Yeah, please tell your friends. If you like the show at all, please, uh, you know, share it with your friends and uh, give us a review on iTunes. Just take a few seconds. It really helps us out. And um, until next time, I'm your host, Scott Owen. I'm your other host, Frank Sarah. And Frank, what's our password for next week? Boy, this week was a tough one. We have a lot of choices, but I'm going to have to go with legs. Legs.